Welcome to Wax Half Full, episode 84 or season 2, episode 9, depending on whichever way we want to go. God, am I really going to do this version of the intro going forward? I don't know. Yeah, we'll I was say, you really committed <laughs> to the, the bit. I, like, the, the thing is that it's true. Like uh, I call it season 2 because I thought things were going to change because you're in Japan. And it, actually, things have changed. You know, like we, we're getting some pretty good insight every episode. I think there's been a slight tonal shift to it. Although, the you know, the just... The large portions of the episode are the same, but you know, every episode we get like twenty minutes of uh, funny Japan adjusting stories, which I think are pretty pretty interesting. Anyway, uh, I'm your host Wax with my co-host Ads here as always, and uh, producer Keith making things sound good. Ads, what you been up to in Japan lately, or uh, or I don't know, in just just in life. I think what I've mainly been up to is like finally getting to the point where it's it it's time to like buy things you know what i mean it's it's time to stop spending all of my money on alcohol and instead start spending a exceedingly large amount of money on alcohol so so i'm trying to trying to find the balance in life you know like yin and the yang if you will except you know the buying alcohol still is a majority of my um income you buy a bike i, I bought a bike straight away but that was like the first week i bought a bike okay that was i was gonna say if I look at your Instagram, your Instagram stories, really, basically, all it is is like there's a little bit of exploring the countryside, and then the rest of it is just going out and drinking. Uh, yeah, pretty is that much. accurate? Pretty much. Right. Uh, well, to be fair, like my city, I've done everything that's in my city, really. Uh, I see. So I was gonna say, if you, if like if you were finding new bars and like new cool places to drink, then you could sort of like file it under, hey, I'm exploring, I'm discovering. You know, I'm exploring Japan. I'm finding new places. I'm learning the culture. But if if it's gotten the point where you're just going back to the same bar over and over and over and over again, then yeah, it's uh, it's it doesn't have quite the same vibe, does it? Well, I have, I have a couple of bars that I've been frequenting. I actually was going to go to a new bar yesterday, but it's like a thirty-five yeah. minute walk. It's not that and, long, but whatever. Which, which is which is not that long. But then I had the genius idea. I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm already a bit late. Um, it's already a bit late. It's like a, it was probably like nine o'clock, uh, as opposed to my usual leaving time of like seven thirty-eight. But um, and I was like, let me take my bike, and I took my bike there, and there was really no place to put my bike at the bar. Yeah. So I abandoned that mission, and then I just uh, rode around to, uh, the down. I guess you could call it. So what is downtown? Why do you? Why, why don't you just leave it on the street? It's Japan. There's no crime there. No one's going to one, one, one of the people that I know in Tadabayashi got their bike stolen. All right, very unlucky. They are the 0.001% in crime in Japan. Or you know what? Probably a foreigner stole it. Dirty foreigners. Dirty foreigners. I've stolen it, actually. <laughs> yeah, her bike got stolen. Um, So that actually happened last week. So, you know. Yeah. Re- regardless. Um... Yeah, so I, just, yeah. I just rode around. Down, what is downtown? Define downtown for me. The concept of downtown. Uh, just basically means where all the commerce is. Like, it's just the general term for that, right? Where okay. It's the cluster of all the money and the high-priced real estate, big office buildings, nice restaurants, shops, you know, that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, then, um, that's where I was, basically. Downtown. Right. Um, which I don't frequent very much because it's pretty far away from me. I live on the opposite side of town to downtown. I'm like one of the last buildings in the, in the area. Um, so, and it was, it was cool. Like there, there were a lot more like izakayas than I thought that there were in this place. And they were buzzing, man. <clears throat> they were buzzing. They were, they were pretty good. Um, Sounds like you had fun. Just Yeah, just fun like just r- riding around town. Um Hi. And there was hey, like like a police police car that was like following me for a good two blocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was great. I was like, "Yo, you want to check check my um residence card? I uh, hope I have it in my wallet." I mean, I gotta say, you you look very menacing. I do. I do look very menacing. Um, and I just like was like sitting at this. The, the greatest thing about Japan is vending machines um, being so ubiquitous, even in mm-hmm. the countryside. They're so ubiquitous, and it's just great to just like stop while you're doing absolutely fuck all, and just stand around next to a vending machine and just drink whatever the fuck you're drinking. Um, and sometimes you don't even know what you're drinking, but you still drink it in school. Oh, you mean like alcohol? You mean like alcohol vending machine? There are alcohol vending machines, but 
um, that was not what I was doing because I was on a bike and I didn't feel like I was getting arrested. All right. Being the porter. Hey, I got to ask you, uh, did it come back to bite you, the fact that you reveal to your coworkers that you're the only competent tech person? Like, are you regretting it yet or has it not, not gotten to that point quite Honest, Honestly, no, 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 it hasn't. It hasn't. No, one's, no one's brought it up to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but this week, literally this week, so, you know, Japan's heading, heading into the summer and this week was the worst week because we, I had to wear my suit on two different occasions, two different days, um, for two different reasons. One was parent uh, parent observation day where parents come and watch their kids in the classroom. Oh, okay. and, the other, and the other one was um, the other one was uh, school photos. So we did like um, you know the staff photo that you see at every school. With all the staff is that the you. one where you gotta wear the white tie? I forgot what you said about that one. No, what white tie is usually for opening and closing ceremonies. Ah, uh, okay. So I I don't know actually if we have to wear a white tie. I hope we don't because I don't own one. Um, Wait, when's, 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 when is school out then? It, it sounds like things are coming to close. Um. Yes, yeah, school is ending in. End of July, I want to say mid July, something like that. Oh shit! Long vacation. So, like maybe a, th- th- a little bit of under thirty days. Um, but oh, that's fucking sh- that fucking short. But but um, like it's not the end of the school year. I don't know how America does it, but it's not the end of the school year. Oh, they do, they do March to March basically. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's April a great. April to March, but yeah, that's how they do it. So you like take the long break and then you come back and you're still in grade four, grade five, grade six, whatever. Ah, right, right, right. that makes sense. Um, but yeah, so that's gonna happen. But even then, um, I still have to go to work, even if there's no students. Wait, wait, what? what just gonna what happens? The teachers just show up and chill. I think that's what happens. I've never done it, so we're gonna find out. Um, but just come and hang out. All right, tell me what happens there. I I feel like it's gonna be a bit amusing. But there is a um, there is a ten day period where it gets combined with the Obon and um, teacher teacher break. Obon, Obon being some kind of weird Asian holiday. I forgot what it was. But it's yeah. like um, respecting the dead kind of thing. Okay, is it some sort? Okay, whatever. That's what it's... all the Asian holidays are, aren't they? <laughs> Pretty much. You know what? You know. You know what? Whatever. Maybe it is. Maybe one. I'm I'm just generalizing. Essentially, what happens is everyone just goes back to like their hometown and they visit the graves and they clean the graves and they like give offerings or whatever. Um, I've, 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 I don't think I've ever been in Japan for it. Um, last the summer summer one wasn't in technically like Obon's two different dates depending on North and South Japan. Maybe I mm-hmm. was in it for North Japan, but I've never seen an Obon festival. Sadly, my town's festival has been cancelled, which is quite sad. But today, today the, the heat is unbearable. It, I woke up at seven a.m. I thought about messaging you at saying, "Hey, we're still good to do an hour later, right?" And I was like, "Fuck that!" Wax knows, and obviously Wax didn't know. He's, Wax doesn't love me. I mean, it's it's just the general senility. Come on, you should, you should know by now. All right, yeah, um, yeah. I, it was like I was sweating, like actually, absolutely sweating. There's no, there's no such thing as um insulation my apartment so it, it heats up extremely quickly and yeah it's like 100 degrees fahrenheit today more than 100 degrees probably with the humidity factor in do you have ac i do have ac i'm not turning it on i'm not turning it on because right now. oh yeah because because electricity actually costs money in other countries I, I keep forgetting that yeah well it costs a ridiculous amount of money apparently um i haven't got yeah, yeah. a pretty pretty big bill Yet because I haven't used my AC, I used it like what for two days for like an hour when I came back from school. But um, in terms of the next bill, we'll, we'll find out how, how bad it'll be. Yeah, I was gonna say like nice part about being in America is that uh, just gas and uh, energy cost fucking nothing here. People just burn through that shit all the time. You know what? Actually, I think electricity may cost a, a more in different states, but uh, well, whatever compared to other countries, it's still a lot less. You can you can just blast AC all summer and. Get get away with it mostly. Yeah, well, I I think the thing here is that um, first off, like yesterday, I was I was about to commit uh, murder and be be deported because it's a hundred degrees Fahrenheit. We're we're boiling. Like I 
outside um, welcoming parents because it's like the parent observation day, right? Um, yeah. And they were like, what, what can the foreigner do? And he, they're like, the foreigner can hold a sign and point. And they're like, I'm, you know, I'm, they're, they're not even wrong. That's probably all I can do. Um, like a parent asked me something and I was like, oh, huh? Huh? Go ask someone who actually works here. Like, I don't know how the fuck you ask me. I'm just here hey, to hold technically, the fucking sign. Technically you, work, technically, you do work. No, I don't. No, I, don't. I don't work there. Technically, I work for the BOE, which is different to the school. By the by the way, uh, is Parent Observation Day a thing in like Australian school? Is this just like a weird fucking ritual you for, you saw for the first time? If it is a thing, it's only a thing in primary school, or elementary school. I don't think it's a, yeah. it's definitely it's definitely not a thing in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's a thing in primary school, I can't remember, man. Yeah, I, I'm it's, I'm trying to like go back to my own primary school and education to know if that ever happened. If it happened, it was like a year one, like early grades thing. But yeah, it was a weird thing. I totally understand why they have it, but it's also so fucking weird. It's 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 a funny little thing because um the kids are just like the the the, sh- the shift in some of the kids' personalities when their mum or their dad's watching it was all, it was all mum, so not not their dad, um, um, was just hilarious, right? Like this kid was just they were fight they were literally about to brawl over like answering questions because they wanted to look good in front of their parents, whereas half yeah. those kids would never like contribute any any like answers to the class which was quite funny it was quite entertaining the best part however was definitely um me walking past the first graders and the first graders still have like this weird belief that i don't actually exist as a living human being um what's that um there's a word for it uh if i what what do you mean like they they think you're like a soul soulless automaton or something like that um, not like quite, it's, it's, it's like um you know when like very young children don't understand the concept of something existing if they can't see it oh object permanence yeah yeah that's the one yeah um that's basically <laughs> what they have um so if, if they don't see me they're just like yeah. well he must be locked in some sort of par- uh, you know pandora's box until they just like pull me out of it for for english class once a week right like because i only have them once a week well, they only see them yeah. once a week. So they're always shocked that I exist. Like, they're like, oh, Adam Sensei. And I'm like, yeah, that, that do be me. I am Adam Sensei. And then they were like, oh, Adam Sensei. And they were rushed to me. And their parents were like right next to me. And I was just like, yeah, I'm kind of a big deal, you know? <laughs> kind of a big deal. You know, I just like adjusted my invisible tie because I wasn't wearing a tie because it wasn't my parent observation day. So I was in like... I mean, I, I guess it's good to appear to be liked, right? Give out yeah. the impression that people like you, right? It's great. And if there are some single moms or single dads, you know. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say that, you know, no, no one goes there to, to, to check in. I, I, parents are fucking dumb. They don't come there to think how teachers behave and how students behave regularly. They're just, doing, it's like a, just a general checkover, right? It's like, hey, is this school falling apart? Like, you know, are they are they doing school things? And that they're just, they're just coming to see that, you know, they're doing baseline thing. I don't think they're really coming there to like nitpick like random class class lessons and you know plans. are you sure about that because uh there, there there are some terror moms who like all right there's obviously you know among the moms there's gonna be a few who are like very very annoying but i, I feel like for the majority it's just you're just going to make sure that that you know this school is like a it's doing school shit yeah yeah fair um but yeah, the reason why i was gonna murder somebody i didn't actually finish that story because i got sidetracked by um object mm-hmm. permanence was mm-hmm. I come back, I'm in my suit, I'm in, it's so hot, like, I'm literally dripping in sweat, um, and I come in, and the AC's off, first off, they turn on the AC sometimes, but they only turn it on to 25.5 degrees Celsius, which is nothing, nothing, just, yeah, it's just, it's just moving humid air around, you know, they should get, they should, they should just install dehumidifiers rather than, like, the AC, like, I feel like that would do a lot more work, I bought a dehumidifier for my apartment, yeah, and it does, uh, according to it, it does reduce the humidity because when I turn it on, sometimes it's like seventy percent humidity in my house, which is yeah. extremely bad for like. Mold. Yeah, it's pretty awful. It's yeah, pretty but, terrible. But, yeah, but I do. I do keep it. I don't, I don't keep it on when I'm sleeping because I just literally can't. Um, mm. but I turn it on pretty much for eighteen hours. Other than that, um, I don't yeah. have it on now because we're doing the pod. But I'll turn it on after. The thing is, right? right. Dehumidifier yeah. doesn't make my house. 
I mean, that's not, yeah, it's a dehumidifier. It's not supposed to actually make it cooler. It's supposed to make it feel less uh, hot because that's just yeah. the way the moisture works. Yeah, yeah. But um, the thing is, like, so before I bought it, I've only, I've only had it for a week, so I haven't, like, read through the manual exactly. And I've, I've like, been trying to research, oh, you know, what's the, what's the best way to use a dehumidifier? Because I've never used a dehumidifier. We've never had that in Australia because mm-hmm. there's really no point. Um, and it's like, oh, you have to close all the windows. And I'm just like, Oof. That, that's a problem because in the in the normally at night the the humidity is the worst but there's usually a breeze and it's a little bit cooler it's nice to have like fresh air coming into the apartment but it, apparently that's bad like letting more humidity in that's just like you know um you know makes the dehumidifier useless pretty much i haven't been All opening right. the windows at night so basically damned if you do damned if you don't well yeah but the the reason why i have dehumidifier is purely because not in the because when I come back from home from school, I, I don't have the AC, and obviously when I'm at school, the house is literally a sauna. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sweating in places where sweat shouldn't exist. Like I'm, not even if I'm doing anything, I'm just standing in my apartment. Uh, it's just so bad. But now that I got that, I'm still sweating, but I'm not to the to the, to the extent. And well, if it's a cooler day, I can maybe get away with not turning on the AC. But I, I have the, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have the AC on twenty four seven. Okay. Well, I'm gl- I'm glad you're complaining about things that uh, we told you you'd be complaining about uh, at a during episode whatever when Cam was on. It's like, yeah, the heat's gonna kill you. Everyone says that. Good luck dealing with it. it. It's it's great. Like just the amount of conversations that are Atsui ne, and then the other person says Atsui. <laughs> it really it really is. Uh, I mean, that's how how it's just, uh, talk with coworkers is right. You talk about the weather. You talk about sports. And you don't follow Japanese sports, so it's it's all I, you got is the weather. I, I follow Japanese on soccer. Do you? <laughs> oh god! But the Japanese people don't follow soccer. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, so like, it doesn't really help. Doesn't really help. Like, uh, you gotta follow baseball, man. Yeah, you gotta follow true. baseball. They had to, to do some office talk. I, I gotta ask. Um, I gotta ask Felix for for baseball tips. He's the only person I know that watches baseball. Look, there's like nothing. It's like you you watch cricket, right? Yeah. Uh, it's like it's. Like, I understand the rules of baseball. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so what I, what I was trying to get towards was the fact that now that I've got that dehumidifier, by the way, which was expensive, it was like 140 USD. Actually, probably a little bit less now that the currency is in the toilet. Um, yeah. You know, it's time to time to start investing in other things. Like, uh, you know, those blackout curtains that I said I got one, I should get more. I haven't got mm-hmm. one yet. Um, I bought like these cooling mats. But then just... just everything that could make my life not insufferable but really all it does is like bring it it doesn't make my life not insufferable it just brings it down a few insufferable notches more than anything mm. okay so that's what i've been doing and now i need to buy furniture like actual furniture next month do you? do you do you i mean i, I just I, need some i need somewhere to put shit like i need a box oh okay okay that makes sense yeah, like i just yeah. like i, I just I thought you were gonna get like a couch or something. Yeah, I thought you were gonna get like oh, a couch or some shit. I'm not getting a couch. Yeah. I literally yeah. want a shelf for my CDs because they're just like piling up in the, in a corner right now, and mm-hmm. for like all the all the all, everything has to stay on this one table that I have, and it's like very because mm-hmm. like it's the only table I have. Okay. I don't put everything on the floor. So I'm gonna get like some all sort right. of shelving, and then I'm gonna buy a car, and then pretty much set a car. Yeah, a yeah, car? yeah, yeah, for sure. Damn! Oh, cause you, cause you wanted. Well, you, you don't think the the train system's good enough? Ah, it's, it's it's certainly good enough for like the major, um, major sightseeing places. But um, <clears throat> for like the more wacky, weird things, um, uh-huh. yeah, like, like there's a um. So in in Guma, there there is a place that is a parcel. It's some dude shipped over a. Uh, legit castle, like a castle, no, an okay. I, uh, Scottish castle, like, like brick, brick by brick, brick, brick by brick. It over. And then the, that's not even the worst bit. Okay, so, so it, randomly in the Gunma countryside, there is this Scottish castle, a th- real right. Scottish castle. Okay. And then the guy was like, "That's not weird enough. So I'm going to fill it with thousands and thousands of Santa Clauses." Of what? Santa Clauses. Santa Claus. Oh, Santa Claus. Okay, that that's kind of weird. Just thousands of them are in this in this place. So, statues. 
statues. Like plastic, uh, like, like plastic statues. Plastic statues or toys, like like the squishy ones, you know, made of like whatever. Okay, so basically, like an insane person did this, like in the modern era, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's not that old. I assume it's like thirties old or something like that. It would have it would have had to have happened in that like the eighties nineties explosion of Japan's economy, where like people were like uh, we're going to be rich forever. Of course, we can do the uh, ship a Scottish. Uh, dude, dude, this this like this is like a not as uh, janky as that, but this reminds me like where my parents live. There's like a there was like a locally rich guy who died. So he was like rich, but not like you know like really rich. But it was his dream to make a natural history museum in his hometown, and his hometown is like a fucking like nowhere place. So he the same he made a natural history museum, spent all his money to bring over like one shitty dinosaur statue, which is nice actually. I don't I want to say it's shitty. Like so that that's nice. There's like one old like fossil fossil dinosaur bone thingy there, but everything else is like just the jankiest shit ever in terms of like it's the worst taxidermy. It's the worst, like, you know, like, paper, like, plastic models of stuff. And all of the uh, descriptions on, like, you know, the exhibits are ripped directly from, from Wikipedia. Mm. Yes, so th- that, that happens a lot with, like, museums and stuff in the middle of nowhere. It's basically someone who was rich, was from that area, and wanted yeah. to bring back, like, some sort of culture to the area. Uh, I just thought that was hilarious, though. Like, the guy, this guy's dream was to, like, I really, really like the idea of natural history for the children or something. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, so, so my, my area also has a planetarium. And oh, the, re- God. the reason why it has a planetarium is because the first Asian person to go to space, I guess the first Japanese person to go to space, um, was from my city. Okay. Uh, wait, wait, Japan has a space program? No, she's a Japanese American. She moved to America okay. <laughs> at a young age or some shit. I was going to say, I wasn't aware of the Japanese space program, but whatever. No. Anyways, um, yeah. Anyway, what there's like a memorial, like this person it's, memorial planetarium it's named after them, um, and I assume like I don't know who paid for it, but yeah, there's like a planetarium in their name, and it's like you know planetarium stuff, and they have like a decent, um, decent, uh, you know, telescope and yada yada yada. It's, so this is yeah, decent. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like. Uh, Right. Mukai Chikai is the, Chiaki, the person's name. Science museum. Okay. It's like for the kids, really. But it's just yeah. interesting. Um, yeah, because we. So what happened was, a friend of mine is, some somehow she knows the person who runs this, or or has met the person who runs this, who used to live in South Africa, and speaks very good English, and okay. she got roped into going to every month. They have a planetarium exhibit slash you know, look through the telescope thing. And she was like, oh, well, I don't want to go by myself. Do you want to come? And I was like, oh, yeah, let's go. And then after that, I can go drinking. Or actually, I started drinking before that because I was like looking at okay. the stars while drunk. Seems fun. Uh, it was it was, right. it was a bust because A, it was cloudy, so we saw no stars. But we okay. still went. Uh, and B, um, we were literally the only people there. Okay. That sounds about right. That was funny. Um, yeah, mean- but- I do want to go when I, I, it's not cloudy, but it's summer, so it's cloudy literally every day. I I guess you lived like close to Sydney, but like I don't know if it's this, if it's the way in other countries too, because definitely in in Asia it seems like the local governments they get some like money from the big government and to do like hey go make some culture, and then they go make the jankiest shit that no one uses. It just it just seems so fucking widespread in Korea and Japan. It, it's and I don't know if it's, it's the same in the states. Yes. Yeah, so so the thing in, in Japan is that. I don't know if some of this stuff is like government run or privately run because because I've definitely been to a lot of like random cities where there's just something you wouldn't expect in that city and the story is always yeah this rich dude's from this area and just wanted to bring back my culture like on an island in the middle of fucking nowhere there is like replicas yeah. like uh, like the Toba World Square that I went to um in Nika it's in the fucking middle of nowhere like it's not even in the onsen town it's like a couple of stops from the onsen town. There's nothing there, but there's just fucking miniature replicas of every single fucking place in Japan, uh, in in Japan and in, and across the world. Like it's so weird, like to have that exist. I don't know. Yeah, but the yeah, Tobu I mean, World Square one has to be run by Tobu. Um, what's the word? By the Tobu like railway. Railway. Tobu is a railway company, so I assume they they were like doing it to make people take their railway line. I think 
that's kind right. of a that's gonna, they could, they should just spend all that money on uh, on on terrible IO groups and mass costs instead, right? No, literally, what they just need to do is they just need to put uh, anime girls at every stop and then make people like collect stamps of the anime girls. <laughs> that's, the, that's the one that actually works. That's the one that actually works because because right. in Japan, right? Um, yeah. The way it works is I, I don't know how it is in um, New York, but a lot of the a lot of the um, a lot of the food places are inside the train station. And by inside the train station, I mean after the gates. So you have to tap in or like buy a ticket to yeah, get yeah. in. But yeah. in Australia, if you tag, tap in and you don't actually take a train, you can tap off mm-hmm. and there'll be no cost. Oh. oh, cool. I don't know. Is that how it works in New York? Does New York have like... Um, oh, also, in Australia, no restaurants are inside the train station. They're always like outside the gates. No, like no, no! You don't, you don't, you, you don't have, you don't have to have like a ticket to like eat at the places, but they all suck. So, so like, it, no, like you don't, you never want to go to Penn Station okay. in New York anyway. Like you just, ne- you just, you just never want to go. They do have restaurants inside that you can access before you get on the train, but it's just like, why would you want to spend any more time there? That's basically it. Okay, well, in Japan, the the, the train, um, train station food is amazing, um, and there are places that. Oh, yeah. only- the rail is very famous. People like the rail there, whereas here it's just like uh, just just terrible. Like, People take it because they have no other option. Like Shinjuku Station and Tokyo Station are literally train stations and also malls inside the train station kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, they're trying they're trying to do that here at some places, but like some stations are better than other. But but Penn is like pretty like infamously terrible. Anyway. Yeah. Well, like so, the thing is because you want to eat somewhere or you want to do something. You can't just tap on and tap off, right? And yeah. so the way to do it is you have to buy a buy a what do they call it? A platform ticket. Yeah. So if you do that with the with the anime Wait, that's stickers. Wait, a platform ticket is one that it doesn't actually take you anywhere, but it just like gives you a, like entry into the station. Entry you don't into get to go the, on yeah. a train. Mm. That's it's fucking wild. So if you're lucky and you play the foreigner card. Uh, sometimes the the you'll just be like oh I can't tap off and some random dude will approach you and will be and you'll try and like explain in either no no Japanese preferably or like janky mm-hmm. Japanese that um you, you miss the train or you don't want to take the train anymore or you or if you're in like Shinjuku or fucking something like that you went into the mm-hmm. wrong line because there's forty five different lines and they're all in yep. different places and they're all kind of connected but but not really connected. And you can easily tap on and go to the wrong line and be like, oh, fuck, we weren't supposed to go here. Um, yeah. So, like, if you're lucky, the guy will just be like, oh, yeah, no worries, and just, like, delete that tap from your card and then give you back your card. You go free. Mm-hmm. If you're not lucky and all the guy's having a bad day, or he's actually just doing his job correctly, <laughs> it, they'll just make you, they'll just put the um, the platform costs onto your onto your Ikoko or Suika card. So that'll happen. All right. Wait, so what was the point of the story? That uh, you can go into train stations and have food? Is it, was that the story? No, the, the point of it was that if, if you go to a train station and you want to... And and you, if you're a tra- railway company and you want to, uh, you know, endorse, like, people taking a train to random, random train stations, you just got to put anime girls and make it a stamp collecting thing and make sure it's always outside or inside a train station so that people have to... Ah, okay. You know, have to have to pay to use the train, even if they don't actually mm-hmm. want to take the train. Alright, got it. Got it. So Toby right. Railways just closed that fucking random ass um, you know, World Square, whatever you call it, and just get, hire me as a advertising and you know advisor. I don't cons- consultant, right. consultant, sorry. Yeah, just just start a consulting firm there, man. Just start your own business. No, nothing's stopping you from like reaching your dreams. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, first topic. What do you want to do first? I want to do the fee one. All right. So uh, today it was it was a slow news week. Well, it wasn't a slow news week. I, I was gonna rant about cigarettes again, but then I changed my mind. So uh, I just went to YouGov and picked whatever poll was on top. All right. So today's YouGov topic. What well, this week's YouGov topic is. Uh, they hold a bunch of Americans about their greatest fears. And this is quite the list. And like, uh, I, I, you should probably just go read it because it's like 20 items long, 30 items long. They really did it comprehensively. They went to like Americans and asked them, like, what do you fear the most? Yada, yada. 
or not, not not what you fear the most. They just, they basically just asked them like, "Hey, list like all the things you fear," and they came back with a lot of things. So uh, let's let's just how do I sum this up? I don't want to read this entire list. Uh, so the most feared thing by Americans is snakes. According to this poll, they pulled uh, let's see, I think they pulled two thousand Americans. I don't know. It was some large sample. They they pulled they pulled them, and thirty percent of Americans are afraid of snakes. Second is heights at twenty eight percent. Third is spiders at twenty four percent, and fourth is public speaking at 23%. And uh, we'll, you can go add a few things, you see anything else on the letdown list that you think is interesting, you mentioned it, but uh, are you surprised by this list? And do you think it's uniquely American? Um, so I, I think insects is something uh, that a lot of Americans are scared of, like deathly frightened. Okay, In, insects is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, whatever, it's like, it's top 10. It's uh, 15% of Americans said they were afraid of insects. That's, that's, I think that's a big, big, um, you think big it's amount. a lot or too little? Oh, you think compared to Aussies, you're saying? You're saying Aussies are like just yeah. used to giant bugs? I think Aussies are just like, yeah, that's a bug. YOLO. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just like small sample size of Americans that I that I know here that are all scared of insects. All right. Uh, so here's, a, here's an example. If there was like a big cockroach... You you saw one in your house. Would you would you just immediately just foot stop it if you had a shoe on? Um, just well, immediately in Japan, you don't wear shoes in the house. That's disgusting. Wax, how would you do that? I, 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 I almost true. I almost never kill bugs in my apartment or in my house. But but that's not because you're afraid because you're a, you're a, a Buddhist soul who thinks everything has a everything is is in the cycle of karma. It's just waiting on its next life. Exactly. Okay, um, but so, you're not afraid. But you're not afraid. You're saying I'm not afraid of. So I'm not afraid of any other insects. But I'm a little bit disgusted by cockroaches. Cockroaches are just like, they're yeah, like, they're gross. They're just yeah. gross. But I'm not, I don't. I wouldn't say I'm scared of cockroaches. Okay, I, so so you're saying that you would you wouldn't kill them because you yourself. Well, what what about people? That's, so you're saying Aussies in general, like they they don't. They'll just like just stop them like mercilessly. Like they 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 have no fear of them. You're saying. Other other Aussies, not you. Yeah, yeah. most people just kill bugs, insects, spiders. Um, I never kill spiders. They're like one of the things. Um, I I never kill spiders because they're very useful, and I have many spiders that are protecting me from insects. But I, now I would never have any insect problem because I never open so up the window. So this is really just Aussie stereotype time. You're saying that snakes aren't scary because everyone, you know, you know, you know all the memes about Australia, right? That Australia has all the scary animals, and thus everyone's used to them. So you're basically just like proving this stereotype is completely correct. Um, snakes, well, no big deal. My mom's deathly, no big deal. My mom, my mom's deathly afraid of snakes, like to the point where she can't even see snake photos. She can't see snakes on TV. Mm. Like she's afraid of them. And, you know, but you would say, but you would say she's an outlier. She's not like uh, that's not common. You're saying. Uh, I would say it's not a common fear, but I would say also that it's like not uncommon. You know what I mean? Like I, I'd say a All decent right. amount of people, maybe not thirty percent of people. That's oh, how, by that's the oh by, oh, by the by the way, so if you look at the gender breakdown, so snakes. So in this poll, snake is the most uh, is the one that's the fear for the largest percentage of people at thirty percent, but. The gender breakdown is pretty interesting because women really lead that. So it's 39% of women polled said they were afraid of snakes and only 19% of men. And that's the biggest delta between the genders of all the categories. Like snakes is by far the largest, largest difference. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the other interesting one is height. That, so, so we should have asked this question. Is like, on this list, what are you afraid of, Wax? Well, I mean, I, I, well, I didn't want to go down the entire list and just, just mark it off, but... Uh, no, just, just choose the ones you're afraid of. Uh, like, so, so to the degree that I would say, I would, I would say yes on a poll, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I look at the methodology, because, like, a lot of these things, I would say, yeah, these are un, unpleasant. I don't know if I would call them, like, a fear. You know, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's sort of like you're defining, you're, you're, it's self-defining about how scared you are, right? Because, like, yeah. no one's, like... No one's totally unafraid of like let's say like fire, right? Like fire is like on the fire is like a top ten. It's thirteen percent of people said they're afraid of fire. I and know I, what I, that I, means. I would... Like, are you afraid of the concept of your house being on fire? Then yeah, I get that. Well, or I was gonna it, say like, or is it like I was gonna you're say... literally afraid of fire itself, the concept of fire. Yeah, this is like an intentionally vague poll. I was I was gonna say this poll. Uh... Wait, wait, oh, da, 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 da. yeah, uh, wait. Oh, it's open ended. Here it is. 
so basically, okay, you know what? I, I probably should, I, I'm the one who's not reading the article. Basically, they didn't give you options. They just asked people, name a thing. So this is just stuff that people, like, they volunteer themselves, which is why, like, I was going to say, like, death should be a lot higher. But I think maybe a lot of people said that people don't think to say they're afraid of death because it's kind of a given. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so so it's like when, when asked the question, what are you afraid of? It, it, I guess a lot of people stakes were one of the first things that came to mind. So that I think that's the, the, the okay, methodology. So, so, so Wax, assuming I ask you the same thing, uh, are you afraid of anything? What are you afraid of? What would you answer? I, so yeah, I would say uh, I would probably say heights. I think that's one of the things I have like probably like unusual fear of. Like uh, I'd say the same. Heights. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of weird because like I, I I can't really describe it because it's very irrational because I really like roller coasters. And actually, I actually do like you know those uh what what do you call those amusement park right the the sheer drops, the ones where you go up. Oh, the ones that like, like go up and then just drop, right? I don't know what they're called exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, don't yeah, like, I, I, I like those. those. I like those. I like roller coasters. So it's like very, very like strangely irrational. It's like a certain kind of height. Like I don't like going to the observation deck of like a tall building. Mm. What about yeah, bridges? Like, that, that... like crossing a bridge that just is like you know. That has no nothing below you, kind of thing. There's a very big drop below you. Uh, I think it would really depend on like the sense of security it gave you, like how much like you know railing it had, and like how much distance it had from the edge. How swingy it is. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Like it, I'm saying, like that that that's why it's like a really like uh, irrational fear. Because like when you know the sheer drop thing, there's nothing beneath your feet. You're you're dangling in the air, but like psychologically, like you trust the. Uh, mechanism that's holding you in i guess my brain says ah it's fine like nothing could go wrong maybe i have like a uh, misplaced faith in technology or something like that except for know. all the times it does go wrong but anyways yeah i'd it say go wrong, it doesn't go wrong that often it yeah it does um but the ones that do go wrong are horrid um yeah. so yeah i think for me if someone asked me what do you fear i would say heights is one and i would say the other yeah. one i don't know if these people were allowed to choose to would be dentists i fucking hate dentists Ooh, did you have like a bad experience as a kid yeah, pretty much. Um, mm. My parents were cheap, and dentist dentistry is expensive in Australia because it's not part of uh, the you know the national health program, or whatever. National health program, whatever you know, like Medicare. Um, so you have to, essentially you pay whatever it costs, right? Um, and mm -hmm. yeah, so they were like, "Fuck doing your tooth, uh, your teeth in Australia. We're going to Lebanon for a holiday, anyways. We'll just do it there." Where it's ridiculously cheap and that's how they do their teeth as well they always do their teeth in lebanon because it's like 10 times cheaper uh, um, are there are are their teeth good are my parents teeth good no they're yeah. okay so so, so be, knowing that when they said let's just go do it in lebanon did that just me erode your trust it's like i mean yeah, i was 11 it's, like, it's, it's not like i had a choice i feel like when you're 11 though you, you can draw the logical connection so my parents their teeth are bad but they get their teeth done in Lebanon all the time. What could the quality of the dentistry be? Well, yeah, the, the the thing is, right, like, I didn't want to do it, and I even argued with my dad on the day, and he was like, no, no, it's fine, and then he did his tooth, and then the, the, the so what happened was I had a tooth growing inside of another tooth kind of thing. Okay. Whereas, like, you know, your baby tooth is, like, hasn't come out fully, or, like, some of the adult tooth is, like, latched onto the, I don't know, I remember the exact situation, I was 11 and in fear. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he was just like, well, you know, we could use, um, anesthetic, you know, like localized anesthesia, but it's such like a tiny thing. I don't think we need it. And my dad's like, yeah, yeah, we don't need it. And I'm like, do we, don't we? And obviously, cause you're like a, a boy of 11 years old, you're, you're trying to act macho. He's like, yeah, I don't, I don't need a anesthetic. Mm, I need anesthetic. Toxic masculinity. Yeah. Start him young, you know, uh, on the toxic masculinity. And then he pulls out the tooth, first tooth, no, no anesthetic, and yeah. it fractures, like it, it breaks while he's pulling it, and now there's like mm -hmm. multiple pieces, and he's like, oh, he's like, it was supposed to be one pull, now it's like three or four, and he's pulling out mm -hmm. one by one by one, and it's just like, ugh, it, it's that, and also just the sound of the drill is what annoys me, which makes me feel as well. You know what? The way you were telling the story, it doesn't sound like the pain was excruciating. It was, it was excruciating. It was like it was so bad. It felt okay, so like it, I it felt like a spear was being pulled out of my fucking throat. 
Okay. I was, I was going to say, uh, yeah, you, you told it so nonchalantly. Well, now it is because it's so, so, so long ago. But yeah, it felt like a speed being cooled down my throat. Right. And yeah. Well, I mean, that, that'll do it. Child, childhood trauma will definitely do it. I was very afraid of dogs for a long time because, like, I think I had a bad experience with dogs as a kid, but now I'm fine with it. Like, I got, I got over it eventually. But uh, yeah, I was scared dogs, of dogs as a kid, but yeah, I think at like 15 or 16, I got over it. Yeah, dogs is way, is way down on the list at 6%. Uh, oddly enough, cats is 3%. It's on the list, so I don't know. I don't know who's afraid of cats, but I guess some people find them weird. Uh, hey, Professor Keith, what are you afraid of? First, I don't believe this many people are afraid of snakes. Really? Uh, yes. 30%? I don't. I don't. I. I don't. I think people are afraid of snakes in unusual circumstances. I don't think that many people are actually afraid of snakes in general. That's well, a lot. Thirty percent. Well, consider the way the question was asked. It was sort of like it was open-ended question, right? People were asked, you know, what are you afraid of? Like, if you and... if, are you afraid of snakes in your house? Sure, because that's like an unusual circumstance for a snake to be in. But if you just like saw a snake at the zoo, are you like gonna run away from a snake at a zoo? No, you don't fear snakes. You just feel being in an uncomfortable situations. Hmm. Keith, if we if I asked it to you as what's scary instead of what are you afraid of, would that make more sense? Uh no, because I feel like it's the same thing. Hmm. Do you really think that like like I guess it it mean it, it I mean it would have to depend on how you define fear, I guess. Yeah. But I, I don't think that many people like fear snakes. I don't think snakes are you know what I mean? Like, it, like if you see a snake in general, you're not afraid of it, dude. I, but I, I have, like, like you're afraid of people are like going to be generally afraid of things invading their personal space. Yeah, yeah, but like, I don't know. What do you, what do you say? Are, are you saying these Americans are liars? No, I or, I just think it's like I I think the, the way that I that I see this question as different than the way that people answer this question. All right. That makes sense. I, I was going to say, I do have a, so I would not describe myself as afraid of snakes. Cause like, I don't think they're pretty, I think there's any other animal. Well, I, I used to think so, but then I went like, uh, to like, a uh, visiting somewhere in Korea, which is in the countryside. And they don't have, they didn't have like a proper bathroom inside. It was like an outhouse sort of situation. So I had to like, during the night I, I had to piss, so I had to leave. And there was like a big, not big snake. It was actually like, it wasn't big. It was like a mid-sized snake. Like I would say, if, if if we unfurled it, it would be like eighteen inches long, maybe, maybe two feet long at most. But uh, it was just coiled up like outside the door, and I was like, "Well, I guess I'm not going in the bathroom." And uh, yeah, I see, say in that situation, I I would be afraid of basically anything that was there. I wouldn't want to go near anything that was preventing me from going into like an outhouse at night. Like I'm just not nah, going to bother nah. anything that's there. If, if, if it was a possum, I'd be like, "Get the fuck out of here!" I got it. I'm gonna piss. It, it's the possum crazy. might be more dangerous considering it might house rabies. No, no, no. Po- possums are like are like scaredy cats unless unless they have rabies. If, yes, if they have rabies, then they, then they might be aggressive. But a, a non rabbit possum is like fucking afraid of you. Because like, if away. I see a snake outside, I'm I'm just not gonna go anywhere near it, right? Yeah, because you if don't I know. See you don't... a snake like. Like the you know, the stories of like a snake slithering up through your sewage system and coming out your toilet—that's terrifying. But I'm terrified of anything that's going to come out of my toilet. That's true. Well, I was just gonna, yeah. I I guess maybe you're you're interpreting this question in the broadest sense, maybe in terms of like, are you? Like, yeah, I don't think people. I don't think many people are afraid of the general concept of the snake, right? I think I think that's sort of how people are looking at it. Yeah, like I like I believe that it I just I don't know. I just think it's a little high for it to be like 30% of people and then 61% a great uh 61% a great deal. All right, all right. Not to get sexist here, but to get sexist here, when you see the gender split, does it make more sense to you? 19% of men, 39% of women, or is it too high even then for both both the genders? Uh well, I mean the women is definitely too high. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think 39% of women are afraid of snakes. Okay. Maybe the idea of, like, I I feel like, what, what I'm saying is, I feel like in your, it's not the snake that you're afraid of. It's the situation that you made up in your mind to get to that answer. Well, that's kind of all of your works, though. you're afraid of. Yeah, but that, none of if these... You, like, if you were, like, at a zoo and you had, like, a snake handler and was, like, let the snake slither across your hands, like, most people would probably be fine with that. Probably no, more no. than 61% wait, of women would be fine with that. Wait, 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 wait. No, I, dis- I disagree with that. I think I think that's where maybe, maybe the people in your life are more... Uh... I don't know, okay with animals, but uh, like, at least from what I've seen, the way people act, like react around you know, to that specific situation, you know, like you know, someone has a pet snake, or you know, you're at a zoo and you have a chance to like you know, touch a snake in a controlled environment. I think people, I think people are pretty afraid of them. Then they just feel some sort of weird disgust toward them, and they they wouldn't want to touch it, even if they know it's perfectly harmless, and even if it's a small snake. So I think maybe you know, I, I agree. That I, agree. I agree with people. Just from experience, I think yeah, that's that's definitely the case. I think people are just like afraid of something that just doesn't have legs. <laughs> They're creeped out by the fact that it doesn't have legs. Yeah, it's 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 like the cats that are afraid of cucumbers because like there's some like instinctual thing that tells them, hey, it's like th- this is a dangerous shape. Get get the fuck away from it. Like I don't know, like evolution just told us like yeah, this could be dangerous. Mm, yeah, I I think it's just the the weird thing is that if you want to go into like the the breakdowns, right? Is the fact that um, men and women have such a had such a big gap between snakes, but then for something like heights, it's actually extremely close. It's like twenty six to thirty. Yeah, or like, or, like, or you like, th- your thing dentists is also very close. Oh wait, no, dentists is people. A oh, hospital. Sorry, that's actually kind of wide. That's kind of weird. What was the other? Sorry, one? my bad. Uh, I was gonna say like hospitals is like almost it's the identical. Same. Dogs is identical. Being touched. Yeah. Being touched is identical. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gonna... Yeah, I don't like it. I don't, I don't like it either. That's the thing. I'm saying, but I thought like, I, I don't know. I'm actually. It's like fifty fifty, right? I'm fine with physical contact, like on my own terms. I guess. I hate shaking hands with people. Ah. Oh, okay. I'm. I'm so thankful that I haven't had to do it once. In Japan, so because like it's it's weird for me to say that I don't like physical contact at all. Because I'm like I can be a bit of a hugger, but mm. in all other situations, I don't want to be touched. Wait, oh, wait, wait, Keith. So, so you you said you're a bit of a hugger. Yeah. So you're the kind of person that like uh so you know you you uh, you met you hung out with someone it's time to leave and maybe maybe let's say let's say if it's someone you haven't seen in a long time or it's like a relative. And you know, you guys are you guys are departing. You're going your own ways. So you would go in for the hug before you guys part ways. You're, you're, you're I the person who only would initiate. So it's it's contextual, I guess. If it's somebody that I haven't seen in a long time, I will hug them in greeting. And yeah. if it's somebody that I'm not going to see for a long time, I will hug them in parting. Mm. But it's not. I'm I'm not a hugger in the sense that I just like greet everybody and like part ways with everybody with a hug every single time okay uh have you ever done the thing so you so uh, maybe is this an american only hand i thought maybe this gesture this bodily emotion might be a very american thing but you know where a person does a handshake and they sort of pull you in for like not a really hard hug but like you're still shaking your hands but your other hand is like patting the other guy in the back you know what i mean right i don't know what you call yes. that but is, is there a name for that gesture uh i don't i don't know if there's a name Ed, for it. do you know do you know what the fuck we're talking about Literally, no. Can you explain it a bit better? Okay, so uh, sometimes in the States, people, uh, till when they're like uh, saying goodbye, they'll like shake hands, but then it'll turn into a, a weird half hug. So the person, they'll like pull each other close while still the shaking hands will stay shake, shaking. Oh, it's, it's, like, it's other... like, a sh- like a shoulder bump, like a, like a, kind of like a shoulder yeah. to shoulder kind of thing. Yeah. yeah that, uh, see, okay. I, I, I can live with that one. The full, the full, okay. um, the full hug, up, never. Okay, I was going to say, so when you're doing for when you're going for the awkward half handshake hug, have you ever done the slight thing where you're like you do a little push back, say I don't do that to signal to the guy that like, I don't want the hug? Like, have you ever done that? Oh yeah, a bunch of times. Okay, okay, this is just a subtle like 
push away saying I'm I'm not a hugger. So you do you do that a lot. Yeah, well, like the, th- the thing with Lebanese culture, and I, I was always get in trouble with this because I hated ha- yeah. shaking hands. But also, you kiss yeah. whenever you, mm. whenever you like meet, like yeah. not meet someone. Like whenever you go to a family member's house or something, you're, you're expected to like trade the kisses uh, on the cheek, and I never do that. Uh, no, never. Right. Too westernized. Yep. I dislike confrontation more than I dislike contact. So you're afraid of confrontation. <laughs> so if somebody so saying- is going to go in for it, I'm just going to go along with it and then make it as short as possible. So, you're, so if you, so if you were what? if you were asked this question, hate your hate your life after. Oh yeah. So if you were asked this question, your first answer, number one, number one answer would have been uh, conflict. Uh, sorry, confrontation. Whatever, but either one. Uh, no, my saying? first answer would have been spiders. <laughs> oh, okay, that's interesting. Uh, you know, you know that actually leads me to like this, I, I want to rant about this. I might have ranted about this on the pod before. Maybe it was on the on the server. But like after I had lived in Korea for like eight years, nine years, whatever, and c- come back to America for college, one of the really, really the biggest cultural differences I noticed was that one, people really fucking love dogs, like really love them, and two, is they're really afraid of spiders, like disproportionately compared to other insects, like, I did not understand why, like, men and women alike just hated spiders so much and treated them as, like, a different species from every kind of bug. I just don't get it. It's the, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the way they run. It's the way they move. Is it? Like, well, wait, well, how do they yes. move that's different? They're very they like a... quick and they're very ugly. I, I think spiders are beautiful, is but unsettling. Yeah. No, no, no! Like, I, like if this was like a giant hairy tarantula, I could, I could maybe believe you. But like, people feel this way about even like like smaller spiders too. You know, like, I, I just didn't get it. Like, even the ones that are like the size of like you know, like maybe. I like think it's the way they move. I think it's the way they move. Um, How do less, they move? They're less predictable than normal other insects, I'd say, for the most part. I'm sure there there are there are different ones, and it's just the way that they move in terms of their their legs. They don't um. They don't move as linearly as a as a normal insect, I'd say. Oh, so you're saying like it's erratic, so you're afraid that they might charge at you or something like that? Pretty much. Well, I'm not afraid, but I'm, that's why I think it is for people. And also the fact that the difference is also you're you're forgetting the one thing is fangs. Humans are afraid of fangs. They just like the okay. weird thing to them. Also, okay. they'll so, just drop down from a ceiling on you. Oh yeah, and the fact that they have webs is also makes them more frightening. Okay. Because I was gonna say, like, uh, so let's let's for instance, like a big, let's think of like a big soldier ant, right? An equivalent size spider. People will treat them so differently. Like people aren't that afraid of like a big soldier ant. Like they'll be like, oh, that's a big ant. But if it's if a spider is that size, they'd be like, holy shit! And, they'd, and like you know, like they they'd be legit afraid of it. And I I just couldn't get that about like America. Yeah, he makes a good point. I think I think webs also add to the allure of them. We've got fangs, erratic movement, and then webs. The, like walking through a web, even if you there's no spider in it, yeah. it's just an unpleasant situation, and everyone anyway, has a memory of that. Anyway, like I don't know how much how Keith, where you've been, I don't know where you've been now outside of America, but to me this seems like from my perception this feels like a very american thing the spider the disproportionate spider hatred that's what it feels like to me like i, I didn't get this sense in asia yeah i don't know i mean i don't right. like any I, my my hatred of spiders uh generally speaking comes from the fact that they're how spiders are like all over the place inside mm. Mm. Which is like the same thing I was going on with snakes is like a, a snake outside is whatever. A snake inside freaks me out. And spiders are like a more common thing to find inside. And in all situations, I want them like dead and gone as fast as possible. What about a roach? Uh, I, I mean, I hate roaches inside. Uh, I don't fear them as much as spiders okay so is this your fighter spider fear get to the point with some people where it's like you're so grossed out you don't even want to you're so grossed out you can't even move to get close enough to kill it or is it sort of the thing where it's like i hate it so much i'm going to immediately just destroy this uh i used to be like that 
now Wait, I'll one? I'll deal with it. I used to be like I'll I won't go anywhere near it. Okay. Uh, but now I'll deal with it. But I'll deal with it in like the the least. Uh, I don't I don't want to. I mean I don't want to describe it this way. But I'll I'll deal with it in the least masculine way possible. Okay, so so you'll you'll like throw a book like a, like a dictionary at it from like fifteen. I, I will find the the longest <laughs> objects I possibly can and try to like kill it from as far away as possible. Oh, okay, but 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 by the way, just to speak of toxic masculinity, that that's that's like when like I have to get rid of like bugs, I definitely performatively kill bugs much more directly when there's other people around because toxic masculinity. If if it's just me, I might be like ah. Maybe I'll just let it go. I don't really want to squish it with my foot. Nah, if there's other people around, I'll just have them do it. <laughs> okay. Uh, what was I going to talk about? Okay, so wait, wait. So how, how much of it is of it is it like a a bit for you that you don't like social situations though? Because it's it's eleven percent on this list. It's pretty high. Uh, I mean, that's not a bit. I I don't. I'm not afraid of them though. I just don't like them. Because I, I would just prefer to not be in them. But I it, they don't like... It doesn't scare me to be in them. But I would rather just not deal with it. All right. Well, what about public speaking, which is actually really high on this list. It's number public four. Public speaking terrifies me. Mm. It always has. I don't like being the yeah. center of attention. Okay. Uh, all right, Becky. Okay, Ads is telling us we shouldn't do a third topic today because he because we woke him up too early because he's like hungover and he wants to sleep. So, all right, Ads. Any last comments on on this uh, topic? No, but I want to make a pull back to the first topic of the day, which is talking about Japan. Is I just want to I just want to state that whoever thought to make toothpaste with like I don't know how to describe it, but like little bits of dirt inside the toothpaste that make it feel like you've got dirt on your teeth. Should be executed. That's how you know it works, though. What do you mean? What the fuck? I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. So I ran out of toothpaste from Australia, and I I was meant to buy my own one, but luckily for some reason the school just happened to give us samples of this toothpaste. I don't know why, and it was horrid. And it it felt like when I after I'd brushed my teeth and I'd rinsed out my mouth, etc., etc., I had like little bits of dirt stuck in my teeth. That's what it felt like. It felt like what, what was it actually? Like, you know what it actually is? No, I don't know. I stopped you know, using. You it. don't know what it really is. I, I stopped using it because um, my toothpaste delivery, alongside my um, multivitamins and contacts delivery, arrived this week, so I, I don't have to deal with it anymore. I mean, and it's it's, it's probably it's probably not bad for you. It's it's probably some sort of like herbal medicine shit that's probably good for. That's probably like at least. Whatever, neutral for you, right? I think most Westerners always have hated on. Like, it's one of the common things for most Westerners to hate on Japanese toothpaste, especially American Westerners. But even I hated it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's it. That's my comment. All right. you, oh, All right. you, the thing about social situations, I just want to say this: you know how you can be um, in like a large group of people, and you'll only. Like you may only know like one other person in that group, right? Yeah. And so in those situations, like it just it takes me a while to warm up to people, I guess, and get comfortable with them. So I'll just cling to the one person that I know in that situation and like mm-hmm. rely on them to guide me through the situation until I'm like warmed up with people and then like I'll be normal in a social situation. Okay. I think that's right. the the way that I go. It, and it's not even like necessarily like a stranger's thing, I guess. Because if I say like I ever went to like New York and met everybody in Discord and stuff like that, I would be the same way with all of you until I like actually like warmed up to being in your presence. Okay. All right. Just, just got, gotta be cautious. You never know who's who's actually a, a psychopath, which which is like actually half half for the people in the chat. So whatever. <laughs> Okay, let's, All right, let's wrap on. up because you want us. You want to sleep again? Because okay, whatever. I, I guess it was kind of early there. It's hot and I don't feel like being awake. Okay, it's you want to move hot. the time? Hey, do you want to move the time again so I forget? No, 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 this is. We can keep at this. This is fine. It's just. All right. Uh, it's hot. So. All right.
right, let's, let's just all recommendations and, and close. I'll go. I'll go first. So I, Keith, ha- wait, as have I recommended this song before? It's a Kate Bush song. I, I swear I have. I think you've recommended a Kate Bush song before, but not ah fuck specific uh, song. Yeah, no, it's probably it's, Kate it's, Bush. I don't know if it was this song, but it probably was. Oh, in that case, god damn it. Do uh, it. Okay, yeah. Again, fine. Yeah, yeah, because cause I, I saw that uh, Kate Bush's Running Up That Hill was trending lately because, uh, because oh, yeah, of, um, cause of a Stranger Things. It's like gotten like a gazillion views, and it's like it's, it's it, it was on what was the number one stream on Spotify for a week? It went really high. So that's what, that's what I know. And like as a as a Kate Bush fan, I was like, oh, that's that's cool. But at the same time, you know, as as like a old as a fan of someone who people didn't appreciate until lately, you ha- you get that elitist thing, right? Where you're like, oh, but you know, why do people not like this better song? So uh, I wanted to recommend Kate Bush's Wuthering Heights, but not the original version off the Kick Inside. I wanted to recommend the version from the whole story, which is a compilation album. She re-recorded her songs when she was much older, and her voice had changed a lot, but. I I don't know exactly why she did it. Maybe she just she thought like, hey, now that I'm older and now that I'm like a better artist, I can do these songs the way I thought they should have been. And I and I actually actually think this version from the album, the whole story, uh, when her voice is, is she sounds more mature. It's not as gimmicky. I don't know. I, I think this this version of Wuthering Heights sounds a lot better than the one that uh, originally got famous. So yeah, Kate Bush Wuthering Heights, the version from the whole story out. Okay, so checking the records. You have recommended Kate Bush the kick inside back when we did whole albums. Oh so wow! Because now you're recommending the song, but off so of a different album. album. Okay, okay. No, wait, no, no. I, I, I'm recommending, yeah, a different albums version. So, like, cool. Thanks, yeah. thanks, Kate. Okay. This is actually um, a deep cut for a for a Kate Bush song. Well, the, well, the original is not. I, I, I mean, it's not. Yeah, the, the original songs like was fucking. He was huge at the time, but I don't think many people listen to this version of it. So yeah. Yeah, uh, I'll go next just because, like, I have a similar story. I guess um, this artist was recently trending, and by recently, I mean like in the last couple of days or something like that, because people realized that they had no idea how to pronounce her name. Is that uh, Tobelo? Uh, it's Tuvalu. Huh. Uh, because that's like the Swedish pronunciation, I guess, is Tuvalu. And okay. like she adopted the American pronunciation of Tuvalu uh, <laughs> as like a, like a thing because like she was fine with it or whatever. Just to, And she says yeah. she uses it herself just so people know who she's talking about when she's talking mm-hmm. about herself. But uh, now everybody knows that the correct pronunciation is Tuvalu. Uh, and the song that I'm going with is uh, Talking Body, because mm. it's uh, probably my favorite song of hers. Uh, the other major songs being like Habits and whatnot. But Talking Body yeah, is, great. is the one it's, it's just about uh, people trying to deal with their issues by having lots of casual sex. Yep. <laughs> Okay, and now it's on to me, and I have a new song. Uh, this is pretty much brand new, considering it came out literally yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. It came out today for you guys. It is from the new record by Luke Fiasco called Drill Music in Zion, is the name of the record. Um, the song that I'm recommending is On Facts and M. Um, so th- this album is weird in the fact that, uh, before I get into the song, the album is weird because it's called Drill Music in Zion, you might think, Oh, you know, um, it's about it's a, it's it's Lupe Fiasco doing a drill music song, like a drill music album. Nope, it's not got nothing to do with that. Um, it is in fact just about it's a reference to uh, you know drills in uh, drill and Zion in uh, Make the Matrix. So that's what it's about. The album is supposedly recorded in three days. Has an intro by his sister Aisha. Um, so if, if you are a person who, you know, was a big fan of Lupe Fiasco's older albums where they used to always be intro by Aisha, it's like a good callback to that. The album is great. I'm not a fan of the single, the single, like the first single that they dropped over it, but I think the album is great. I think, I think this is one of the albums where Lupe doesn't, it's a shorter, okay, it's not a short, it's not that short of an album considering it's, you know, 40 minutes long. Before Lupe, 
whose last album was like an hour and 30 minutes long, uh, an hour and 40 minutes long and 24 tracks. A 10-track, 40-minute album is short. And On Facts and M is the closing track, and I think it's I think it's great. I, I think the whole album is great. I think it's the time where Lupe is not trying too hard, and that's what makes it good. Um, sometimes Lupe Fiasco can feel too try-hard, even for like hip-hop fans. Um, but especially for somebody who's like more of a casual fan. And I think this is one where you can appreciate his like, you know, lyrical miracle style because he's not trying as hard to like reveal to you how smart he is. I think the album's good. I think that track is good and has a lot of great one-liners. Yeah, I recommend listening to the album and that track specifically. Specifically, it's the closing track of the album. So I think it's really good as a, as a expectation of what the rest of the album would be. Hey, Ed, just as, as a tack on question to that. Is that the reason why, like, uh, he was trending lately? Because his new album was... I, I saw, like, Daydreaming was uh, trending lately, and I was like, that, that's kind of random. He did... So he hasn't done any radio interviews, only inter- interviews at all, for, like, probably eight years, because he was, like, he was really burnt on the on the whole music industry, especially when his, um, his contract with Atlantic ended in such dramatic fashion. Um, and then he started doing his own thing with his own record label, which existed back in the day. And his first album is technically co-released by his original um, original record label that he started with his friend. Um, so yeah, I think the fact that he was outside, he made he had an interview with um, what were they called? Hot ninety five, I think it was. Is, is that uh, Hot ninety six point nine? What? Oh, the the what is the Breakfast Club? Yeah, the Breakfast Club, but it wasn't the Breakfast Club main one. It was like a Okay. Okay. Anyways, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's probably what got him into the sphere again, and he did it before the album had dropped yet. So I'm sure people were listening to it because of that. Um, and yeah, I think good album. I think Lupe. It, it it will not do numbers because Lupe is just Lupe now, and he does nothing pretty much to like promote any of his albums beyond like the people that know. The album, but I, I think it's a good album. I don't think it's his best album by any means. It's a good, good, good album. Honestly. All right, uh, sounds good then. Well, then uh, if that's all, then just uh, send us home so you can go to sleep and uh, recover. Spread I out. suppose. Spread out some more alcohol. Yeah. Um. So, if you would like to support us monetarily, because I need to buy more alcohol. Um, Wax needs to go to Korea again, I'm assuming he wants to go to Korea again. Keith needs to avoid uh, physical contact and any social interaction. And to do that, the best way to do that is to just have a ridiculous amount of money. So to do that, you can go to www.coffee, that's ko-fi.com slash the jujus, where you can support us monetarily. But even if you don't, even if you're just listening, if you're just here for the ride, um, the wacky ride, not a roller coaster ride because I hate roller coasters. Um, then you know that's that's fine by us, and we thank you for that. We will catch you guys again next week. Bye.